hello 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 welcome back to the systems for living podcast and in today's episode we'll be tackling the deadly sin of boredom and we're going to be tackling it with curiosity people often say curiosity is not a good thing but hopefully after today's episode you'll be able to see the benefit of becoming a curious individual so without much further ado let's get into it Every great invention began with a question. Every business idea began with the quest to solve a problem. And every life that has been changed began with a question. We use curiosity in our day-to-day lives a lot more than we give credit. For example, a very, very good doctor is always curious as to what is causing his or her patient symptoms. A great musician is curious as to what instruments sound right to create the melody that's in their heads. A good mother and a good father is curious as to what their baby needs when they cry. The reason you are so bored is because one day you simply stopped being curious. Curiosity is a biblical thing and it is very, very godly. Jesus himself said in Matthew chapter 18 verses 3, Truly I say to you, unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. If you read in context, here Jesus was talking about humility when the disciples asked who the greatest in the kingdom of heaven will be. But I also believe that he was pointing them to the character of children. And in context to what we're speaking about, notice that children are the most curious human beings on the planet. They ask questions about everything because they believe anything is possible. So in order to understand how to be curious, you should study children and look at the way they think and the way they view things. As we grow older, Life has its natural way of just sucking the childlike curiosity out of us. We get busy, busy and more busy with work, with just the worries of life. And the book actually describes this person as busily bored. So you get used to the way things are and you kind of settle in your comfortable routine. You're busy, but you're comfortable. You're busy with work, seeing family, friends, business, ministry, And don't get me wrong, all of these things are great and I don't mean you should be curious to the point that you drop all of these things and go and move somewhere and start a new life. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is that you should be curious, you should be consistently curious as to how you can improve the quality of life within the current spheres of your life. So how can you improve your work life? How can you improve time spent with family? How can you improve the lives of your friends how can you improve the church or the ministry what can you do to make things better you need to be curious about such things now the question how do I do that how do I cultivate a curious mindset these are great questions and to answer this question we need to define what curiosity is Now, the curiosity we are referring to is when one's interest leads them to inquiry. So what that means is you're curious about something and that leads you to investigate the answer to the question that comes to your mind. 
So you may be a person that asks a lot of questions in your mind, but unfortunately you never go the full way of seeking out the answer to that question. Being curious isn't just a mind thing, it's about what you do with the questions that you have. Do you put action behind them to investigate the answer? Or maybe you're the type of person that you don't really ask questions or you don't really think that you ask questions or you simply don't know how to be curious. Well, you're listening to the right podcast because I'm about to give you four tips as to how to help yourself start being more curious. And the first of those four tips is you have to make time. We need time to be curious. When your mind is constantly engaged with busy tasks, your mind won't tend to wander too much. And if you can, dedicate an hour or so to being in the quiet. This is not something that we do very often, but I would encourage you to try it. Dedicate, even if it's just 30 minutes, to just sitting in silence. In this time, your mind is away from the worries and the cares of this world. In this time, you're nobody's mother, you're nobody's father, you're nobody's daughter, you're nobody's friend. It's simply you and God. And in this time, you can pray. You can even just sit in silence and allow God to speak. But really listen to what goes on in your mind when all is quiet. And if you're not used to doing this, you're probably going to find it difficult even to sit still for five minutes at first. But if you start to habitually practice this, you'll be able to sit and meditate for a long while. And I know that as I'm saying this, you may be someone, it is genuinely impossible for you to find an hour or 30 minutes in your day to be quiet or to have silence. It may be because your environment is constantly active. Okay, but there are still ways You can make use of your commute to and from work or the supermarket or wherever you regularly go to. Pay attention to what goes on in your mind the moments right before you fall asleep. What do you think about when you're sitting on the toilet or you're having a shower? Why don't you try, if you drive, after you park up, sit in your car for a while? Or if you're someone who likes to exercise, Use this time to try and meditate. The main point of what I'm saying is that we should make time or identify the pre-existing pockets of time that you have within your day to pay attention to what goes on in your mind and what you are most curious about. And this leads us nicely onto the second tip. The second tip is to make use of the notes on your phone. Like I always remember there was a time our Pastor Godwin was preaching and he said something that I, I've never forgotten till today. And he said that this mind, our human mind, doesn't have the capacity to remember what your phone can. Your phone is an extension of your memory. So use it. Use the storage and the reminder capabilities of your phone to your advantage. Make a list of questions that randomly pop up in your head throughout the day. Make notes of the things that you may not understand. And then during your quiet time, you can review these notes and look for patterns or repetitions. You may find that you're constantly thinking about 
specific things multiple times a day but because you haven't taken the time to note it down you just never realize and this may be something that you need to explore in greater depth which again leads me nicely onto the third tip the third tip is that you should delve deep into your topics of interest in this period of social media we have fooled ourselves into thinking that we know a lot. Just in one swipe of your Instagram feed, you've probably learned five new things about the world or somebody else's life. So because of that, because we, we, we take in so much information, we believe that we are so heavy with knowledge. But really and truly, all you're doing is just touching multiple places at surface level. You need to go deep you need to go deep into things. And again, what we fail to do is question. When we see things, we don't question where did they get that from? How did they do that? Why did they do that? Especially when it comes to your area of interest, you should cultivate the habit of questioning. Go deep into that thing and search it until you have depths of knowledge about it. And The great thing is that the more knowledge you have about a specific area, the more specific and to the point your questions can become. For example, I'm not a musician, right? So if I hear a song that sounds really good to my ears, I'm probably at most going to ask, oh, what song is that? But a musician, because of their depths of knowledge, even when they're listening to the music, they're not listening to the same things that I'm listening to. So they, they will question differently. They'll ask questions like, what instruments are playing? Or what are the chords to this song? How can I replicate this on a different instrument? Or how would this sound if this instrument was included? They ask all of these intricate questions that I can't even give examples of because of my shallow knowledge of music itself but you understand my point. (laughs) My point is that the more you know, the more specific your questions can get. And the last tip, tip number four, is surround yourself with inspiration. When you find out that you have an area of interest or an area that you're really, really curious about, read books, watch documentaries and movies about it. This kind of ties into what what I was saying about the more you know, the more specific your questions get. The more you indulge yourself in these things, the more knowledgeable you become in that specific area. So take for example myself, I work in the medical field. I watch a lot of medical themed TV shows A lot of them are not necessarily medically accurate but because I am constantly surrounding myself with the medical environment and things to do with that, I'm always constantly curious about developments within the medical world, both within my speciality and outside as well. So now I've shared with you four tips on how to become more curious and As we defined earlier, curiosity is not just about asking questions, but it's also about actioning the questions. So now you'll probably ask, okay, how do I action my curiosity? Number one is you have to turn your ideas or the answers to your questions into something 
tangible. You have identified a problem that you think needs solving. Now put actions in place to fix these problems. Maybe you are a baker, you bake cakes for a living and you see someone who is able to bake seven cakes in a day, bake and decorate seven cakes in a day and you at the moment are only able to bake and decorate three. You've identified a problem and now you want to fix it. Now what are you going to do to fix this problem? It may be that you have to get double of the equipment that you have so you can have two cakes going at the same time or it could be that you should organize your ingredients so you can so it doesn't take you as long to put the ingredients together for a cake the point here is that you are making a strategy or an action plan to improve the quality of your work and this ladies and gentlemen is what keeps you away from boredom it keeps what you do fun and interesting it's a lot more interesting to sit in a moving car than it is to sit in a parked car and watch the world go by. In the same way, life is always more interesting when you seem to be making progress and improvements along the way. Sometimes we look at celebrities and we tend to think, this person has it all, what more could they want in life? But sometimes you see that they are the people who are the most discontented because they always look for new ways, new things to do. It just goes to show you that there is never really a destination. You just have to always keep going and keep growing and keep growing and keep growing. And that's it. Turn your ideas or the answers to your questions into something tangible. Make a plan. And then number two is share them with somebody. Of course, as Christians, we know that we should be careful and guard the word or the ideas that God has given us. But as far as, you know, you've received confirmation from God that it's okay to share, share it with somebody you can trust. And this person can help you even ask questions you never thought to ask. It doesn't necessarily have to be someone who is in the industry or who is well-versed in the area that you're looking into. But share it with someone, someone that God has ordained over your life, share it with someone and that person can also act as accountability to not only help you brainstorm how to best action your curiosity but also make sure that you are consistent and last but never the least, here at Deeper Grace Church, God comes first and God is the only which means that You should never be curious or act on your your curiosity without prayer because Jesus always has the final say. There are many things that we can be curious about that may not be from God and it would be a danger to not only yourself but even others if you even think about exploring or actioning this curiosity. So during your quiet time, Always invite God in to have his way and submit every thought before him under subjection to his word. And this way, you can successfully action your curiosity and see boredom out of your life. 
Thank you and God bless you for listening to today's episode. I pray that if you have been struggling with boredom and stagnancy in your life, that this episode has given you some insight or inspiration as to what you can do to move forward. But above all else, submit and commit all of your plans, all of your ideas and everything before the Lord's hands for he is the one who set you to run this race of life and he is the one who will see you through again thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you in the next episode